it's like being on a flight. You can take baggage with you. But realize the more baggage you take, the more it's going to cost. You better preach, brother. <laughs> you should preach and ain't it for you. I've been thinking a lot about everything we've been dreaming. Will we ever make it out of this season? Where we seem like we're defeated and uh, we're taking beatings and uh, life keeps repeating. So I get on my knees to pray and ask the Lord why. Would you give us all these gifts and then hang them out to dry? I would think that you would only want the best for us. But everything is at its worst and we can't take no more. Let's do this. It's time to start making excuses. Let's suck it up and go make it happen. Welcome to another episode of Due Season. My name is Daryl Lewis. And I'm Amber Brenton. And we are excited that you guys are still listening. This is episode two. We're back. We're back. So... As you all may or may not have heard, Britain alluded to something that we did recently. Told our business, man. So, I mean, at this point, it's not much of a secret. Yeah. We The people who need to know, know. Yeah, most of the people, yeah. Um, but we, we'll share it with you guys because I think it can be very empowering, inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we kind of touched on the last episode, our previous careers, uh, Amber worked as an officer and as a teacher, um, and I was a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, what happened? We quit our job. You know, I've been waiting to say that. You wouldn't even let me get it out. We quit. I don't care what you talking about. We quit, man. Yo, it, it has been crazy. Yeah, it's been crazy. Because now, now that we're recording this, it's probably been two and a half months. Yeah, about two and a half months. It don't even feel like it. I don't feel like we've been like ripping yesterday. and running. It feel like two weeks ago. It do. Um, and that it was a crazy process, right? Because as Amber mentioned in the last episode, when you find your passion mm-hmm. and you find your purpose, work feels like it feels like walking on like charcoal. It's, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I was, I was at work, and I was getting to the point where like I literally felt like I was losing my mind. I did too. Like I could barely focus, and let me let me say this: I was good at what I did. You know, God gifted me to be a pharmacist for that season, mm-hmm. and so I enjoyed it, and I loved doing it to an extent. But I knew that wasn't my purpose, and so I think when you realize what your purpose is, it's not a bash on the on the career path. Right, right. That's what you know, mean. like I don't think there's nothing wrong with being a pharmacist. You know, I don't know how you feel about your I mean, being a, that's something that I thought I was doing. You love kids and stuff, but like, once, like I said, once you find your purpose, though, like you said, it, that teacher still go out like the win. It's like shots out to all the teachers. Like I, I commend every teacher. I've been in that field, but when you find something you love, work feel like te- teaching is a good job. You get good days off. I still felt like I was working at a warehouse and standing on my feet for 12 hours. Like, you know how that feels. I felt like every day I wanted to walk out, but I couldn't because it wasn't my time. But work feel, like you said, walking on charcoal that's already lit. Like, I lit the grill, put it on the ground, put my feet on it, and you heard that's <laughs> That's what it feel like. like. Yeah. And that's the thing. Those career paths that we left, those are some people's purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? So teaching there are people who are gifted to teach there are people who are are gifted to be pharmacists Mm -hmm. and we got to the point where we realized it wasn't serving us or the people 
And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want you don't want a teacher teaching your kid that don't don't want to be there. And that's the one that's one thing. Like yeah, that that's if they don't want to be there, your kid you, you really you mess with those kids' lives. So like yeah, and that's the same thing. You don't want nobody you know getting your medicine together. If they don't really want to be if there, they don't want to be there, you know. And so we had to, we did the adult thing for a long time. A long time. You know, we spent years doing the right thing and doing what was responsible. Um, but I think God gifted us to come to a place where mm-hmm. we can make a decision. Yeah, and it don't happen when you think it's gonna happen either. Like I had plans this year. I had plans to quit this summer before I went back. I didn't even supposed to come back. I said this summer I'm not going back to work. I'm not. Guess what? It wasn't my time. I had to go back. Like it, I know. Much as you think, like I can just do it on my own. I'm just gonna quit. I don't care. I don't like this job no more. I look no. You can't. And I, I was hating on her because she got summers off, Thanksgiving break, fall break, Christmas break, spring break, mm-hmm. break break. I said, well, you, do you got a job? <laughs> Every break, Martin Luther King break, the baseball team won, the Braves won. We was out of school again. I said, God, you don't even really got no job. You don't even, do you need to quit? And I still didn't like it. You still didn't like it. And it's because it wasn't about how hard the job – sometimes it's not about how hard your job is. It's about is it that's something you're supposed to be doing. Right. And so it's it's put us in a crazy dilemma, right? Because most people unfortunately don't like their job. Mm-mm. Right? And so I wanna make it clear, we're not encouraging people to quit their job. No. We definitely don't do that. Like like that's why we it's hard to tell people that we quit because we don't want nobody to think, Oh, because you quit, I'm just gonna jump. It's not that easy. We've it been trying to quit for years. years. I, you know how many times I didn't want to. I wanted to walk out of the, the sheriff's office and say, "Bump y'all by." It, it wasn't my time though. Yeah. Cause when it's your time, it's easy. It's not gonna be like I'm about to quit. It'll come over. So it's almost like you'll be forced out the door. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And you can't, you can't do it out of season. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And we waited, like she said. I, bro, I knew. And this is unfortunate. I knew. In pharmacy school, that I wasn't going to be a pharmacist. You sure did. I would, I, like my classmates used to laugh. Like I used to do crazy stuff. I was a national president of an organization. If I could do something to get out of class, you would do I, it. I was doing. It. <laughs> I was traveling the country speaking. We would do it. I was just like, yo, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to do. And you know, unfortunately, the loan I had got so much loan money that I had to finish. I had to start. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't just quit. You just could, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it was a process where I knew for years. I you, knew you knew you wasn't that wasn't my it. purpose, but I knew that there was a season, right? And so for me, after leaving pharmacy school, God blessed me to to have not even one wedding, but two weddings. Mm-hmm. I bought a house. We bought cars. You know, like I've paid back a lot of my student loan debt. Um, and so there's a, there was a season for it. And so as you're trying to figure out, should I make that kind of transition, ask yourself, are you in a place to where you can logically make that transition? Because mm-hmm. we, we, we had to plan a long time. We really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we had to, I, we've been planning this out forever, but it's, it didn't happen yesterday, trust me. Yeah, and so sometimes people will see the vision and say, well, you know what? I realize what God called me to do, mm-hmm. so I need to move. And sometimes it's it's not always that simple. And so I knew I wanted to do photography. I knew I wanted to do videography. Brent knew she wanted to do comedy, but we still spent an extra three years figuring it out. 
trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out, you know. And so when you, especially for for those of you who've been consistent, you've been diligent, you've been working. Um, you may have bought homes, you mm-hmm. may have children. Um, you do have to be considerate of the Both lifestyle you can live. Because like you got to think when we did it. We had so much responsibility, so we we couldn't be like, I'm just gonna quit tomorrow. We got, like you said, we got houses, we bought cars, um, st- student loans. Like you just can't up and do it like somebody that doesn't, you know, maybe somebody that's younger than us. I don't know, but I just knew I couldn't quit like how I thought I should or wanted to. Yeah, just don't go like that. If we if it was if we just had any choice, it would have been like, all right, I ain't come back to work. Yeah, I would have just three years ago, I would have bought a piano and just sat outside and played and hope people put money in my cup. Yeah. <laughs> if if it, I mean if it was up to me, like not but I thought about it and I got you to encourage me, you better not quit. If you quit, okay. Yeah. And that's crazy because <laughs> the three years that we didn't quit, in my opinion, are probably are the only reason we made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even in the comedy with the comedy scene, you being a teacher was a crazy boost for us. It really was. Like it, we was doing it, we started out open mics. Trying to get on stage. Trying to get on. I'm, I remember sitting outside in the cold. Like, it's a place in Atlanta called Cats Cafe. And if y'all like comedy, go there and watch it. Because every the lineup is crazy there. Like, everybody's funny. Like, it's, it is up-and-coming comedians, but they're on their way. So I remember I used to sit outside in the cold. I would get in the car and call, cool, he still didn't let me up. I ain't getting up. I ain't never getting up. But, like, that one time that I went out there and he let me up, and I went out there and I killed it, and I was getting up ever since. So it may not happen tomorrow. Like, your dream may not happen the next day. But if you be consistent and you don't give up, your time going to come. It's going to come. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's really what happened. So we told you guys about the first show we did, right, mm-hmm. in the garage. Literally, we, we called it the House of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. They thought they was going to a <laughs> they, building. Everybody, we just gave that address, House of Comedy. It was her garage. Mm-hmm. We sold the show out, and we realized quickly that open mic was tough in mm-hmm. Atlanta. The open mic scene was crazy. Like, getting on stage, you would think you're doing work for free. It's easy. It was so tough, so we was like, are we going to quit or are we just going to put on our own show? And we put on our own show for a whole year probably. Yeah. Or so two, maybe. We were throwing our own shows. We were finding local comedians. Mm-hmm. We had friends we was trying to put on. We, we've been trying to put a well, lot of people on. We actually on. were putting people on that was in the same situation to me. Like, I can't get on open my Hey, come <laughs> with me. I can't either. <laughs> let's, let's start our own show. <laughs> let's start our own show. And this it was is, called True Story, too. True Story, man. It was, it was crazy. It was a movement. Like, people know when we dropped that link. Oh, it about to be lit. Because we yeah. would let people that can sing come up. There. People was dancing. People was dancing. We had poetry. Anything you can name. You want your dream? Come. We was just like. You, to, you, couldn't, get, you couldn't play the organ at church. We'll let you play it before the show. <laughs> you <laughs> can be on there right now. And people would literally get up. If you were on gospel singer, they'll be in there like. <laughs> get shackles off my feet so, so I, I can, can dance. Like, whatever. We let preachers come in. You want to do your uh, trial sermon? Man, we had, we had a uh, youth pastor hosting. Youth? Oh yeah, we had a youth pastor. We would do it whatever it takes. A youth pastor hosting a coming show, and that was the season. That was the season we were in. Like mm-hmm. we couldn't get those opportunities, and so we had to keep creating. We had to be keep being consistent, mm-hmm. and it was a blast, was right? A, we had fun. But the season changed. <laughs> she got on stage, and I remember when she first went to Laugh and Skulls, mm-hmm. they were selling a video for twenty dollars, oh, and I said, bro. We throwing our own shows. I'm coming all the way to Atlanta to make this video. Bro, you could go there in 10 minutes later. <laughs> I was signing on. He was like, sign on every week. And I want you to buy every video so we can picture to anybody that want to see. <laughs> I bought every single video. 
I went to lab school for open mic. And you know what's crazy? I was on open mic. Nobody knew me years later. I, I get, they call me on the weekend shows. I'm they getting called booked. you today. You are, she hosting the show. I'm now. hosting on what? December the 23rd. You know what I'm saying? So it's, bro, consistency. Mm-hmm. I always tell her consistency is the cheat code. So if, you, if you're wondering what is it going to take for me to get to my next level, what is it going to take for me to make my dream come true, it starts with consistency. I'm, I'm telling y'all, when I say consistency, I'm telling you this because I know, like, I could have gave up that first video that I posted on my page because, of course, we are content creators. I could have gave up. I only got three. I started an Instagram from zero. Zero. I only got three likes. No, no. He told me, keep posting. He said, I don't care if nobody watch it. Because once, once somebody see one video that hits, they're going to go back and watch every video. And I, I kind of didn't believe him, but when it started happening, I was like, I have to call him all the time when I make a dumb mistake. Because he'll let me, this him, he'll let me make a mistake because he want me to see, and then I got to call him and say, I'm so sorry, you was right. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, bro, it's all about seasons. Because I remember I told you two years before you did it to get on Facebook. And what happened? She ain't do it, y'all. For two years, she ain't get on Facebook. She got on Facebook November 2021. Mm-hmm, last year, 20, now it's 2020. It's barely been a year, y'all. We had over 50,000. 57,000 followers today. 57,000 followers today. And TikTok is what? 150,000. <laughs> Crazy. And it's just like, you know, even though we could have did it earlier, there was a season for mm-hmm. it. We're, we've been graced in this season to see the growth. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's been crazy, y'all. So you just got to be able to make sure you're consistent, you're always working, and your time is gonna come. Mm-hmm. You know. So we, I'm, I'm excited. We, this is probably leaving leaving our careers was probably the toughest decision I've ever made. When you left, though, cool. Like <laughs> it was crazy. Look, like y'all, I'm, I'm I lie to y'all now. It was it was so crazy. I talked about this every day. For at least four years. Um, I, I don't know about the four. I was in it for three. Every time he talked to me, you quit, bro. I'm like, God, Lee, you know I haven't quit. <laughs> is, is it that time? He do that. He like, he would, man, this man is a manifester. I don't know if that's a word, if anybody can be a manifester. He talked about quitting his job so much. He pushed himself out before it was his. He had a whole nother plan. Bro, I'm like, I got to do whatever it takes. I talked about, like, when I tell y'all, I used to watch the time. And that's what you got to be looking for. What what can you be doing where you lose track of time? You know, when we mm-hmm. doing this, I got to make sure I get home by a certain time to make sure stuff good because we're enjoying what we're doing. Mm-hmm. When I was at work, I was counting the seconds. You was. You look at the clock and you're at work, you're like, it's only 9.15. So, dude, like, God. Now we like, oh, my God, it's already dark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I used to be like, damn, my lunch break over already. Mm-hmm. I got to go back to work. And then you get that's only three o'clock. Oh, that's crazy. And yeah. we, we quit around the same time. It's, it, God, when I tell you things will line up the way you want it when it's your season, mm-hmm. it's li- it, it will line up. Like he was supposed to quit way before me. Yeah. We ended up quitting the same week or so, right? Or yeah, it was it was a week, week or two apart. And, and it was completely different situations. Like we had some some things come up with childcare that happened, and, and all kind of stuff that just made it. The right moment. Because what I was trying to do is I was trying to take control. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me tell y'all this. God don't like when you take control. Oh, he don't. Look, at, Let me look in the camera. I got to say it. Repeat after you. I'm telling y'all one more time. He do not like when you take control. It's just, it's just you got to do it. He gonna, you just keep working, right? 
and let him handle the rest. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, because I was like, my big thing, I was like, okay, I'm turning 30. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my notice in on my 30th birthday. Like, yo, you he know what? He was excited. It's my birthday. I quit. <laughs> you know, I was going to get my job three months. Mm-hmm. First of all, who gives three months notice? I, I think I thought I was a good person, y'all. <laughs> I was going to get my job three months He notice. was helping them find somebody because he was felt so bad. <laughs> About you got to think first off you a doctor. Let's let's talk about my oh yeah I was a teacher. No you were making <laughs> crazy amount of money. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I was y'all. I was stressing this decision, uh, and what ended up happening was some things happened, and I'm like yo I'm, I might as well do it now. And next thing you know I found myself sending my boss a meeting saying I need to meet with you tomorrow. You and, were so nervous, y'all. It was <laughs> it was crazy and it was emotional. I had been waiting on this moment for so long. And me and my boss, I don't even going to he might watch this, so I ain't going to say nothing crazy. <laughs> but, you know, we bump heads a little bit. Like you do with most bosses. Me, me and my boss literally probably ran into each other full speed the week I quit. Right? Yeah. And So, I mean, we done had our issues. Tell me why this man cried. That joke made me hurt. I was choked up. I said, I don't even like this job like that. But you know, when you giving everything you got in a season, like when, cause for me it wasn't a job. It was years of consistency. It was years of sacrifice. It was years where I saw people having fun and I went to college. It was years when people were starting their families and I went to grad school. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it was bigger than a job. It was like, I have been committed to this career, to schooling, to this structure for so long. Am I really gonna let it go? And that's what it was. It was just like overwhelming, Mm -hmm. but it happened, and it flew, and the time has flown. I feel like we just did it two weeks ago. Like the like the days have gone by. So it's it's definitely been a blessing. Yeah, it's like, and it's like since when you do it on the when it's the right timing, things will just start happening for you. Like you don't have to like things will just happen. Like. You don't know how it's coming. You don't know what happened, how it happened. It just started happening for you. Yeah. So I encourage you guys, keep going. Keep going hard. Mm-hmm. Like your your season is going to come. It's coming, y'all. I'm t- Listen, I, I'm not making this up. Your season is coming. You just got to keep going. It may not be when your cousin season come or your brother, your sister. Don't worry about everybody. I, I don't look at who's ahead of me. I don't worry about nobody else. Your time is going to come. I think a lot of times we find ourselves discouraged. How did they make it? I've been doing this for you. No, trust me. Your time is coming. It is. Like, just wait. Just be consistent and keep going. And stop worrying about other people and what other people are doing. You keep doing what you're doing. And when your season comes, woo, it's going to be a happy day. <laughs> it, really, it really is. It's going to be a happy it, day. I, it's, it's, so, I, it's crazy because I remember people saying, if you find what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's a lie. That's a lie. And I thought it was a lie then. But the reason I thought it was a lie is because I thought life was bigger than passion. I thought, you know, what you cared about didn't really matter. You know, and I used to always prioritize like security. Like I got, you know, what I'm saying I want, I have a standard of living. This is what I want. Part of me being a pharmacist was I knew how much they got paid. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I didn't want if I enjoyed um, basket weaving, I won't about to be no basket weaver. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. When I was when I was in college and they're like, what you want to be? I was like, hmm, what kind of job can I get? Oh, I get what you you're saying, like some you you think like, okay, yes, if my dream was like you said, basketball, whatever that is, you're saying that that's still not the way you're supposed to go. You gotta go where like you gotta No, go no, no. To- that's how I used to think. I used to think that passion wasn't enough. Mm. And so I use logic to put me in this great career. Right? And now being able to reflect, I realize that you can be successful at what you're passionate about. But I think the the quote is a lie because it's still a lot of work. Mm. Just because you're passionate don't mean you're going to... I feel like we've worked harder now than we did when we was at the... But it's fun. But I'm enjoying it, but we work hard every, like... It's a, it's a, it's every day, like every we on day. the time. I'm, I'm looking at the clock now because we got so much going on. So much going on. Like we got a film coming up. We meeting live in Atlanta tomorrow mm-hmm. to go over the script. It's and mind you, I'm flying back. And so when I touch down tomorrow, I'm literally about to go and get ready to do um, rehearse for this Brent and Christmas that's coming out. That I'm excited. Y'all be on the lookout for this. This is gonna be great, man. This when I tell you it's gonna be great. I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna have to watch this. But when I land tomorrow, that's what I'm doing. So we're constantly working. I'm up every morning, six o'clock, six to seven o'clock. And if I don't get up, this one gonna call me to wake me up. Like every morning he do. But we up and working. Bro, it's the consistency though, and that's the thing. We we I think we complained for so long that the thing that we were lacking was time, mm-hmm. right? And so now God has gifted us with more time. We have to be a steward of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you got to ask yourself, is the thing that I'm pursuing, is time the thing stopping me from getting it? Right. Is that the reason you don't have your dream? Because you don't have enough time. Like if you had more time. And I think the pandemic exposed a lot of people Mm -hmm. because the (laughs) the pandemic gave people one, two years. They do nothing with it. And then pandemic gave a lot of money too. it make you not. Pandemic made you not want to work like. Bro, the pandemic shook up the world. It did. That made everybody say, do I want this job? Mm-hmm. It really did. Working from home. People working from home. I don't think they'll ever go back to work. Never. <laughs> they told them they had to go back in the building. They'll say, bump it. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. I think the pandemic, for me, it helped me see the same thing. Made me think about what's important. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, we got to spend more time with our families. But we saw how fragile jobs can be. You saw how hard it could be out here. So it's like, why not dream? Yeah, I think for the pandemic, for me, because I was a police officer, I still had to go to work. <laughs> pandemic, don't get me wrong, it was good, but, like, as a police officer, that's why I'm so happy, like, just keep doing it. Like, listen, your season. Like, I was at that job during the pandemic working, literally. So I'm so thankful to be where I'm at. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this purpose. Cause I, yeah. that that policing and all doing stuff you don't supposed to be doing is like it would drive you crazy. I still think about it like I just thank God. I'm so thankful that I find my purpose. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you if you're working on your purpose, it'll give you the energy to sustain the job you don't love. Mm-hmm. Because it was hard doing what we didn't like doing, but at night, in the mornings, on lunch breaks, sometimes during work. <laughs> on the weekends, we were doing the things we loved, and that gave us the energy to keep going. Mm-hmm. I would go to the work. I did a, I did a skit at the jail. <laughs> no, the toilet paper, pandemic skit. Pandemic skit. I was there. Why not? If I'm going to be here doing a pandemic, 
I need my super, my supervisor was in the video. Like, I'm not, you got to just use what you got to get. Use what you got. Because nah, you're going to quit anyway. You, like, what you tell me? You, you said you're going to quit anyway. Use the. <laughs> use the opportunity. And mm-hmm. realize, but slow down enough to realize the gift in the job. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we feel like God is cursing us for having us in a certain season. But literally, we can look and see how our jobs graced us to this point. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's being able to invest. Meeting somebody. Meeting somebody. Uh, doing skit skits, buying that house that you wanted. Like I've shot, mm-hmm. I've shot so many pharmacist weddings. Oh, you sure have. It's like all of it was for a reason. In the colleges that you do, not no small colleges like I went to, <laughs> but we're talking about UNC. You go, you do photography yeah. for them, photography. Yeah, so, that's the blessing I've done. Yeah, working for university, every university that I've attended, they now pay me. And still call you Dr. Dara Lewis. Oh, I feel like I'm with a star. Yeah. So it's, bro, y'all season is coming. We're, we're mm-hmm. excited. We're excited to share what we've gotten to. Um, we we hope that if that is your desire and then that's what you want, that God will give you the ability, the opportunity to take advantage of a season like that. Um, but if you're not in that season yet, do not get weary. Don't. I'm telling you. Keep going. You look. I don't cried in the car a bunch of time, but I didn't give up. I don't. I don't did so much. Like you gonna cry. You gonna want to feel like you give. You want to give up. But that's the beauty of it. Because then you can look back and say, I went through so much. You are gonna appreciate how far you get if you if it like that. Like I look back now and be like, oh my god, it makes me even more happy. Like I went through so much. Like. I done been broke trying to invest in my dream. I done did this, but when you get to where you need to be, you appreciate all of that. Like, it means so much more. Like, a person from the, like, when you're from the bottom, you appreciate it when you get, it's like, I appreciate it. I'm, I appreciate that rough part that I went through because it helps me remain humble. Yeah. And that's the thing. Don't let us fool you. When we was going through it, I don't think we were, like, excited about it. Like, when I was at work, y'all, I hated my, like, mm-hmm. My friends can tell you now, that's all I, if I called your phone, I was calling you to tell you that I ain't like my job. In some way, or shape, or form, I'm like, yo, I'm tired of this job. Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't until after, like looking back and say, wow, God, this is what you did, mm-hmm. that I really realized that like, that was one of the biggest parts of me even getting to this season. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if you find yourself like, why this guy? Or why not me? Why haven't I made it? Ask, just look around and take inventory and ask yourself, what can I learn from where I'm at? Mm. What resources can I use? You know what I'm saying? Whether mm. or not, if, you, if you're doing comedy, you could do comedy anywhere. I know we got a lot of comedians that follow, follow us. You can do comedy anywhere. I was in a church. Remember, my one of my second shows was for a church group. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even at your job, don't hurt yourself at work. But you, any job is funny. Work is funny. It is. I went. I came to a point. I just went to work to be a comedian. Let me go make these people. And a lot of people like when you living in your purpose and you enjoy what you're doing. Like even the people at your job, like when you say your boss cried. They still appreciate your dream. Like, they appreciate that. I know when um, Amber come to work that she's at least going to make us laugh. Or we're gonna, so they when you leave, they're going to feel that, but they're going to be happy for you at the same time when, you, when you're living in your purpose. Like, you said your boss cried and y'all bump heads. Yep. When yep. it comes to your purpose, everybody can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody feel it. And that's the thing. Outside, 
everybody else at my job I told was so excited that I actually was chasing my dream. Mm-hmm. So many people never do, you know, like because by the time I quit, I told y'all we did it at a good season. I had already got the studio. Mm-hmm. I had already had the buildings with the t- so when I when I told it when I put in my notice I sent a photo of my ribbon cut. I'm like I'm not there's no negotiation. Mm-hmm. You was honest with them. This is what I'm doing. I'm not fake. Hey, everybody wanted to know well, who you going to work for. Nobody. Mm-hmm. That's the so they, they were like, how are you going to provide? How are you going to listen? I am not quitting this job. I am quitting jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No more. No, no more. no more jobs. No more. And then a lot of times I think people quit and plan to go back. I don't plan to go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when that's why when you do it, it needs to be at the right time because you'll end up going back. You know? Yeah. And that that's painful. I, I remember, um, like, I think it was Eric Thomas was saying, being poor isn't the worst thing. It's being rich mm-hmm. and then becoming poor again. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, so, like, y'all... We gonna be grinding. We gonna share this journey with y'all, mm-hmm. but we don't hope to ever go back. I don't hope that. I, I don't know how what life gonna tell. I'm not hoping to go back. I think like I go back. No, just don't say that. Yeah, don't say that. And I think a lot of people get caught up in their plan B. Mm-hmm. Plan Bs take a lot of energy. If this don't happen, I'm working on this just in case. Don't do that. Just go hard at full force at your gift. Full force. Take advantage of the season you in. Mm-hmm. Go crazy, and I think it'll work out. It will. So what you what you got going on? I know we got the film coming up. How 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 is life post working? How's that been going for you? It's been going good, man. I got time. I shoot. I'm all, like I said. I'm always working. Got comedy shows coming up. I remember the times that I would write people and beg them to get on the show, and now they're calling me. So and sometimes now I have to turn down shows. I'd be so busy. So it's just a blessing. So that's why I say when you do it. When you quit, when it's your time to quit, things will start flowing. Like now, I used to beg people to book me. Now people call me. And so now, now sometimes I'm so busy that I may have to say no. Yeah. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen for y'all. So if y'all listening, tell us in the comments, what is one thing that you're believing God to do for you? Mm-hmm. I know we're coming up. It's, it's December. We're coming up on a new year. Um, and some people listening may have given up on their dreams. So we, y'all, we, we in our 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 33. I feel like after a while, I'm going to be a senior citizen. So I'm trying to go before I came. You know what I'm saying? So we like, oh, we ain't got no. And I think that was the turning point for me, at least, when I realized I do have the rest of my life to go back. Mm-hmm. So why not now? Why not now? Why, why not jump now, chase my dreams you know, and so I built, we put in a lot of work and mm-hmm. we, we got to the point where it made sense, but I was still scared. I was like, but I still make this X amount of dollars. I don't want to give this up. And mm-hmm. I think God spoke to me and said, you know, I really feel like you don't believe that I can take care of you. And the crazy part about it, I was making the money in my dream that I was making in my job. It was just, I was stuck. I was stuck. I was struggling because I've been doing the right thing, the responsible thing for so long. Um, but eventually. So do you think, like, sometimes that's why it'd be a hold of, like, if God have gave you all the resources and you ignore it. Like you said, I'm making the same amount of money, now I'm making my job. I'm still scared. Do you think, like, you can be held back because of that? Like, he giving it to you now. Like, like with me, he gave me all the resources. I was still like, I can't do it. 
I think my insurance and all that, but God, like, I'm giving you this now, you can do it, and I think we hold back. Do you think that can hold you back, like, sometime put on pause, was waiting for you on that, on yeah. the end of the road, if that makes sense? Yeah, I think I think a lot of times we want control. Mm. We want it done our way. You know, I want to have three kids first. I want my kids to graduate from high school. I want to pay off my student loans. Mm-hmm. I want to buy a house first. And for everybody, the season is different. Mm. You know, and as crazy as it sounds, not to say that people shouldn't buy houses, but for some person, you know, that might be your biggest dream. Mm-hmm. Maybe you never lived in a steady home and like you want to buy a house, but like maybe that house is something that God don't want you to have yet. Mm. And that's keeping you from your dream. Or maybe, you know, it, it could be anything. For me, student loans is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I, I'm going to pay off my student loans first. And it was like I was trying to do it my way. And God is like, you you know, you, you see like you see the picture of the, the, the Jesus and the teddy bear with the little girl and mm-hmm. he's like, Give me that and she's like, No, I love it so much and he's mm-hmm. like, I got something better for you. I think a lot of times we can get caught up in our own way. Mm-hmm. Um and we can get in our own way and so we just sometimes have to trust God. Um and that's a choice. Mm-hmm. Trusting God is a choice. It's not about um evidence. Cause sometimes like I had the proof. Mm-hmm. I had a stu- y'all, I had a studio. I was going to work every day. With this studio, like with this studio. There were cobwebs. <laughs> there was cobwebs. I would walk in the studio, spiders on my face. Because <laughs> I was going to work, building somebody else's dream. And God is like, bro, there's nothing else I can show you. You just got to trust me. Um, and I think that's, a, even though it took me a while, I think it was a good place. Because it's like, now I can really depend on God and know, like, this was what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And he literally gifted me with everything I needed to be successful. Mm-hmm. I think that too. I I also think when you do that, when you're doing that, and, and when you're getting closer to what you're supposed to be doing, one thing that really have bothered me in this this whole thing is like people that you think supposed to be with you, mm. they start falling off. And you're like, I, I thought you told me this was my time, God. Like, why are the people that I love is acting this? That would almost make you want to give up too. It makes you sad because those are your loved ones. So it's like, yeah, I think I think that was probably been one of our biggest challenges mm-hmm. is realizing that every person shouldn't go to every season. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it hurts. It hurts so bad. It, it, that's what I've been going. I will say that. I think that's been a thing that been weighing, weighing on me so bad since my season been changing. And it's like that's one thing that have been weighing on me like. Yeah, you it put you in a place that you you because you want it to be. You tell them no. Look what's going on. Look around. Things are changing, and it's still like I don't care. I don't see it. I don't. And that right there will hurt you to like. Yeah, and it will hold you hostage. If you if you don't learn to let go of some people, it will literally leave you in the same place. You know, it's like being on a flight. You can take baggage with you. But realize the more baggage you take, the more it's going to cost. You better preach, brother. <laughs> you should preach and ain't it for you. God, Lee, say that one more time. Look, bitch. You can take baggage, but the more baggage you take, the more it's going to cost. Ooh, hallelujah. And I think we get caught up trying to take everybody with us. And you want it for the right reason, but God, God is saying, look, where I'm taking you, this isn't where they're supposed to be. Mm. And we just got to accept it. And the crazy part about there may be somebody waiting, right? There may be somebody God is preparing 
to take us to another level, but we're too busy occupying people. That was from our last season. Mm. So it's just something to think mm. about, and it, bro. And it don't. It's not that easy. I made it sound sweet. It sound cool. It sound nice. It's definitely not easy. But it's painful, bro. It's painful because you want people to believe in you and to believe in your vision and believe in what you're doing, but everybody just don't. Some people can't see it. God gave it to us, and some people we trying to show it to the people around us, and everybody just can't see it. That's that's one. I, I would say that is it's a it's almost can be a burden. But once you learn how to, you can't worry about that and keep going. You'll be good. But I'm glad you said that though. That yeah. was especially that, yeah yeah. Bro, that. And that's the thing. People will remember who you were. And I think that's what we, like, we're changing. These mm-hmm. last probably five years have been, like, remarkable change in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I think people are attached to who we were. And they're like, no, this is who you are. This is who I'm used to. And we're mm-hmm. trying to tell y'all, like, no. Like, no. <laughs> it's changed it's a changed, lot. Yeah. And it's like, if y'all don't jump on board, you're going to miss out. Mm-hmm. And we don't want people to miss out, but. They're just how it is. They got to keep going. The train got to keep going. But yeah, I'm, I'm. This is it. This is it. This journey is crazy. Um, so we just quit our jobs, y'all. You and we got a it. lot. Still and got a long way to go. We're long just, way to go. <laughs> a yep. long way to go. I don't want y'all to get. We're still on the rise. Still up and coming. Still on the rise. Still grinding. Still grinding. Every um, day. Every day. So hopefully we can t- keep continue to take y'all on this journey with mm-hmm. us. We can continue. Because we have more time, we can do things like podcasts and take you mm-hmm. on the journey. Um, so y'all just stay locked in with us. Continue to support us. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. And we'll see y'all on the next one. Yeah, and if you haven't already, follow me. Follow Daryl. Um, Funny Brenton on all platforms. Optical Illusions everywhere. So if you're just not watching us and following us, y'all, come on to this journey. It's going to be a fun ride. So thank y'all. All right, we out. I've been thinking a lot about everything we've been dreaming. Will we ever make it out of this season? Where we seem like we're defeated and uh, we're taking beatings and uh, life keeps repeating. So I get on my knees to pray and ask the Lord why. Would you give us all these gifts and then hang them out to dry? I would think that you would only want the best for us. But everything is at its worst and we can't take no more. Let's do this. Time to stop.